What up, what up? Welcome. First podcast. We talk about big dick. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> the big schlong Bigfoot. Oh. But first we need a drink. Yes. So, so we got some Eagle Rare. Ten year. This is what we'll be sipping on. We'll do a quick little review on that. And then we'll kind of get into Bigfoot. Yeah. Now big as dick is. Because I think that's... It's an important factor that everyone needs to know about. We'll get into the third leg here in a minute, but tell me a little bit about the uh, the history on the Eagle Rare. So, originally, uh, Eagle Rare was first developed in 1970 uh, by Seagram. And then, yeah, so Seagram owns Four Roses, if people didn't know. They were trying to compete with other bird-style bottles. And then from there, Sazerac bought them. And then from there, Buffalo Trace bought them in 92. Mm. So now they're aged for 10 years minimum in new American charred oak barrels. It's actually, I mean, it's, it's a little difficult to find, but the price point is money. Yeah. Because, I we, mean, we spent, what, 32, 33 bucks? I mean, for a good 10 year, that's kind of unheard of like i mean there's a lot of good deals out there but you gotta be willing to find them and know kind of what to look for which is kind of why we're starting this right yeah. give everybody good price points good bottles something that you can bring home to your family mm-hmm. well your adult family and share and enjoy so so there's a couple different eagle rares there's three there's eagle rare which is the ball that we have that's the 10 year and then there's a 17 year and then there's the eagle rare rare which I believe is 20 or 21 year. 21 year aged? Yeah. Single barrel? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh... I could be wrong on that, so people that are going to fact check me. People that want to fact check can... Piss off. Piss off, because that's uh, we don't do that. We just make stuff up. With research. We make stuff up with research. Everything's based on research. <laughs> it's just if we can recall it or not. <laughs> That's a very good point. Uh, so it's 45% alcohol for volume, and then it's 90 proof. Uh, a little bit. What We drank this a little bit beforehand, and it was super spicy on the palate, which got that cinnamon notes. But now after it being open for a while, that spice has really diminished. Which we opened it what a week ago and a week tested ago. it out. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, I personally think it is almost better with a little bit of air, a little bit of uh, you know time to air out. Kind of like a bottle of wine, you got to let it sit for a minute before. Not that I drink wine because you know I'm a man, but I'm also allergic to fruit Sometimes. and I don't want to have uh, an allergic reaction, so I just choose to not. Yeah, and vegetables. He's no, a meat and pit, uh, potato kind of guy. I like vegetables. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, that kind of stuff. But fruit, I don't want to die. So, no wine for me. But So on the nose, getting uh, some toffee, vanilla. It's a little light, which kind of reminds me of, just, there's like a citrus note there. Even as we've sat here, though, I've, and kind of let it air out for 
you know, 10, 15 minutes. I definitely smell a lot more vanilla now than... It's sweet. Yeah, very sweet. Mm. And that's smooth. Okay. So I'm definitely getting that vanilla, a little nuttiness on the palate, a nice oak in the middle. Okay, that toffee really comes through on the finish. It's like a nutty sweetness. But the whole, I mean, it finishes out so yeah. well. It's not like, you know, you taste it on the end, but it's not like getting... Just smooth all the way through. Through and through it's smooth. Very good. I'm definitely gonna buy another bottle. This is worth it. If yeah. you can find it, so it goes quick on the shelves. Yeah, that's super. nice. Yeah, definitely, I mean, like we already stated, you know, price point. Super, super good whiskey for the price point. Not a bottle that's going to, you know, like a fireball that's going to make yeah. you feel terrible the next day. Oh, God. But um, a little bit more high class, smooth finish. Really, really nice on the tongue. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say. So when it was first, when it first was uh, distilled, the proof was 101. And now they proofed it down. And I don't know when they changed that. So when it was first made by Four Roses or Seagram's. Seagram's owns a lot of different whiskeys, as well as Buffalo Trace. Besides the point, uh, their proof was 101. Are they just cutting it? So I don't or... know how, what their process is, but they definitely proofed it down. Either it, the spice was too... F yeah, like, too much. Too initially. much on the palate, and then they proofed it down. But we'll never know. Never know. It's another conspiracy. Another what I do like, though, you know, you get some of these, not hoppy is the wrong word because we're not talking about beer, but you get some of those really strong finishes where, you, you know, you got to put an ice cube in. And, I mean, we're sitting here drinking. You have to have it neat. Yeah. We really get the flavors out. We're sitting here just straight up. But what you can warm. do is if you want to get more of those flavors out, you can do a couple drops of water. And that will kind of dilute the whiskey a little bit and give you more of that vanilla or just kind of make those notes pronounced mm. a little bit more on your palate and on the nose. Mm. So that's another option that you can do. So that just allowed to air out a little bit more then? It, yeah, it helps. It proofs, it dilutes it a little bit and you get more of those flavors. So when you have wi uh, whiskey on the rocks and you're coming into the end, mm -hmm. you taste a lot of sweetness. You taste the different notes that maybe you didn't get. Right. As the cube melts. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Makes sense. But there's no wrong way of uh, drinking whiskey. That's one thing that needs to be pointed out, and everyone says it. But a nice bottle of whiskey, in my opinion, you have to drink it neat. All right, so should we jump into Sasquatch? Yeah, let's go for it. Oh, boy. The big, big man. Big... The big hairy man. I mean, this is kind of a, a long-lasting, you know, conspiracy slash, you know, 
belief that people have. I mean, some of the research that we, we looked at, you know, dates back to 1811, which is... Who wait, was the first scientist? Wait for it. Uh, it says David uh, Thompson hmm. up in... I'm, I want to say it was up in Canada. I still have it up here on my phone. Um, but he dated some of the first footprints way back, way back when, which is also... I mean, I don't even know how you document stuff from that long ago. They, like, carve it into rocks, or... <laughs> do they have paper in 1811? I don't know. They should have had paper. If you're well off, you had paper. <laughs> <laughs> um, British Columbia, I believe, is the first... first yeah, footprints. so... I guess the area, at least for Bigfoot, um, the majority of sightings is the Pacific Northwest, California... Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and Canada. Mm. So a little bit of what we're going to do is we'll also jump into kind of the myths that Native Americans had, also the, their meaning behind it, and some uh, tribes that got mistaken for what we think of today as Bigfoot. So you can have your beliefs on it. We're going to try to stay pretty mutual with it overall but personal opinion after doing a lot of research it's definitely not real Bigfoot's not real I mean it's kind of hard like with all the advancements we have today to really believe in a whole whole lot of uh, those kind of conspiracies like you know we have night vision and drones and all like I feel like you know it was in America running around we'd have have to you'd have to know I mean Maybe if it was a sea creature, because I mean, looking like at the seas, we only, yeah, I mean, that could be real. Maybe we'll do something on that. But we, I mean, we could. As a whole, we only know like 20% of the ocean because it's so deep and vast. Like, you know, you can walk around the woods a lot of your life and kind of know where you are or see what you've seen and stumble upon some weird shit. Right. However, I agree with you that I don't really, uh, don't really, I'm not a believer. No. And there's a lot of people that are. And from 1950 on, there's been over 10,000 sightings, which is interesting because there's no proof either. It's all, hey, like people's word. Right. Taking their word that they saw Bigfoot. Um, But really when it started getting momentum was in the 1950s in Humboldt County. Uh, What was the creek called? Boulder Creek. Boulder Creek was the first official sighting. So the Humboldt Times, a news uh, newspaper in Humboldt County, did a story on a guy named Ray Wallace, where he said that he saw Bigfoot, this creature that was ten feet tall, covered in hair, walking weirdly, and when they went out to investigate, they found these large footprints, so forth and so forth, but. Recently in 2002, I guess not so recently, when he passed away, his family came out and said it was a huge prank. Like he set it all up, he put these uh, the footprints in the ground, he did a bunch of different things, and it was a giant prank. And but he didn't come clean until he died, which sounds like a coward. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, hey, by the way, family, when I die, let them know that I fucked with them. Yeah, let them know I lied for the last. 30 years. Well, so, not 30, but, you know, 20-ish. 
Yeah, so it's that was the start of it, and then it kind of just had that snowball effect. Which, I mean... started ramping up. Do you think that's kind of like a thing, like, you know, your one friend does something or finds something, and you want to be the popular kid, so, holy shit, I saw Bigfoot, too, like... Oh, 100%. All of, a, all of a sudden, you have all these sightings. The only place there's never been a sighting is Hawaii, and that's because I think they're too busy cracking coconuts to really give a shit, like... <laughs> Maybe. I Probably. Know. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing in Hawaii. I, I, I've never been, so I, I can't confirm or That's deny that. That's a beautiful place. I want to go. I want to go surf, but... It's definitely a beautiful place. Yeah. So every state, I mean, it started in the Pacific Northwest, like you said. Yep. And every state but Hawaii has really jumped on board with these mystical eight-foot-tall creatures, a.k.a. the big schlong foot, the big foot. The big foot. The big... But um, tell me a little bit, like, I know we talked a little bit about Humboldt County and how crazy that whole county is to begin with. So, I mean, that could play a factor into maybe... Dude, the Emerald Triangle, which is Humboldt County, Mendocino County, and Trinity County, all known for huge marijuana grows. But also, like, all the, the gangs and... Yeah, like, just oh, with all the murders, like, uh, what, Death Mountain? Death Mountain. Uh, Death, yeah, Death Mountain, I think is what they call it. Death Creek. Yeah, Death Mountain, where that's where you cannot find bodies. Yeah. I mean, also, it's a pretty, it's a big forest, that whole area. The likelihood of you finding a fucking body is slim to none. So if you wanted someone to disappear, that's a place to go. I mean, there's other places that you could possibly go, and we won't go down that rabbit hole. That makes us sound like we're trying to hide people, so, which is not true. Yeah, definitely not true. I mean, Bigfoot. We could be hiding Bigfoot. <laughs> he hides himself. It's true. He's naturally camouflaged. But his giant schlong kind of graces the ground. <laughs> That's how he covers his tracks. It's, oh. it's like a plow that just rolls by. <laughs> you just don't hit the feet. It's the big plow. Oh, my God. Um that's uh, that's Bigfoot in the hole right there. He's the plow. Just the plow the, Oh, jeez. Ladies, if you're uh, listening, find yourself a Bigfoot. That's, <laughs> that's what you want. You want a Bigfoot. I Do you think that plays into the whole, like, you know, everybody makes a joke like, you know, big socks means big shoes. Big shoes means. Like if that's a, where it originated. Right? right, you know, the whole Bigfoot, I don't Big Schlongs. That's a great question. If someone could tell us, that'd be awesome. If they could find that out for us, because I don't feel like doing any research. I don't really want to confirm that one either. Like, I mean, I, I mean, know a lot of dudes with big feet, but I ain't gonna. Just like, all right, time to take out your penis and measure it. Flop <laughs> my, let me see that wiener. That's too far. <laughs> well, nothing's, nothing's too far for you. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Filters are limited here. That's true. Yeah, that's another thing. No kid should be listening to this. If you're a child, listen to... Uh, I don't even think they do Rugrats anymore. I think that's too bad anymore. So Really? I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. they took that I loved one. Rugrats as a kid. I wasn't allowed to watch it. You were sheltered. Sheltered, <laughs> yeah. Why? They thought it was bad? It was just a lot of sass, you know? My parents weren't really into sass, but... You know, my whole family's just sass, so. again. It's yeah, one of those, like, traditionals. I was more of a Jimmy Neutron guy, you know. Mm. Boy genius. But, back to it. Yeah. Sorry, so, guys. Um, 
let's go in. So we talked about Humboldt County. Um, a huge population that really is still pretty pretty sound on Bigfoot is like the Native American population. Yeah. Right? Um, which. And there's different stories. Total different stories. I mean, everything from, you know, the elders meet with them to um, just just crazy stuff. So let's dive into that a little bit of the uh, uh, the stick stick Indian. Oh, the stick Indian uh, or Sikus. Sikus. So stick Indians were or wild Indians they were called wandered through the forest. They didn't really have a tribe. They didn't have shelters. They didn't have TP. They didn't have your typical like settlement mm-hmm. that you would find. So where they would sleep is would get disguised as oh this is where an animal lay down for a period of time. Gotcha. And a lot of their language was whistle based. So and they were known to be over six feet tall. So that I don't even know. Like yes, they're wild Indians, but they're stick people. They're they're just drifters. Like it's a modern 100%. day drifter. Like it's a freaking homeless yeah. person that we deal with all the time. That's what it is. Like yeah. So, but they were six feet tall. They were taller than most Indians and they would mess with you. So if you would go into the forest, you would hear a whistle and they would whistle kind of all around and you get disoriented and get lost. They fucked with other tribes. It sounds like they just went around fucking with other people. They hunted, they gathered, but they didn't have bows. They kind of stuck to themselves and I that at that point, I th- believe that legend started just kind of snowballing, which could be why Bigfoot yeah. like right the whole Bigfoot came about. I mean, you come from a Western or a I guess Eastern society that is structured, and um, you know we traveled, we migrated over, and you know we already looked at. The Indian population is lesser, which is super wrong as a whole. However, you know, they were still a settlement, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're wandering through and you, you find this new tribe that is all massive, huge people, and you don't know anything. So you get confused, you get disoriented, you're like, holy shit, that's and so something different. One thing to also know is a lot of their activities were after... After it got dark. That's when they traveled. So they traveled in the cover of darkness. Um, but yeah, their language was sort of a whistle. And even people that could not see them often heard the whistle from a distance. So different tribes that were out and about. Uh, but they never traveled by water. That's the other thing. Which like I was... They didn't have canoes or... They stuck to the forest. Right. Which I will say... if. I, you know, if I was in the middle of the woods and I heard some whistling around me, oh. one, one, I'm always strapped, ready to clap. However, I would sh- just freaking freak out, which makes sense of why, uh, you know, they use that tactic of whistling and noise making and kind of to pull you away to lose your track, to confuse you and disorient you. And ultimately, you know, you go insane, right? So... <clears throat> That's kind of where it stemmed. But then later on, um, you talked about how uh, how it would represent oh, so to the tribe, right? There's other tribes. 
so this the uh, the stick people were known more or less in the United States. Now, if we get into Native American tribes in Canada, they had their own meaning of Sasquatch, and kind of what it meant was, uh, and why maybe it's so hard to find Sasquatch to this day, is because it can go into a different universe. It can go into the afterlife. Or a different, like a, a spiritual uh, realm. Okay. And that's why it was so elusive. But when it would come out, it was a sign that humans needed to change their ways. Mm. So more so, symbolism based. Mm-hmm. So. And that that's where we got the name Sasquatch. It was also, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. It was probably mispronounced a long time ago. And that's how we got Sasquatch. Somebody with a lisp came out and pronounced that's it wrong. Right. And all of a sudden, you got a whole new category of things. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah, still, with Sasquatch, I mean, people would record... I mean, you can go on YouTube and you can look up Sasquatch sightings or sounds. It's like, they... A lot of people would record sounds that they would hear in the forest, which... I mean, if it's nighttime, you're not seeing what you're hearing, it can freak you out. But it could be coyotes, it could be wolves, it could be a list of different animals, but it's getting mixed up with, oh, that has to be Bigfoot. Right. Oh, that has to be Sasquatch. Right. But it probably wasn't. So I don't know where where that came, but some people claim to have heard Bigfoot shrieks, howls, growls, screams, other vocalizations. I listened to, uh, or I watched one video today, and uh, this dude was talking about how he was walking through. He was like a some kind of trooper in Washington or fishing game. I don't know what he was, but he's walking through, and all of a sudden he looks up, and he just sees this mystical creature hanging in the trees, right? And then he draws his gun, and he says it's four times faster than any man he's ever seen, and it runs away. I mean, it sounds like a damn cougar to me, but whatever. Um, it also be tripping balls. Could be. Right. A whole mushroom trip. Right. Which is, that goes back Peyote. to the whole Humboldt County thing with the initial mushroom trip to the murders and all that great stuff. But he was saying, like, you know, it's pushing over trees and he he then became curious and wanted to track it. Like, bro, I don't know about you, but if I see some crazy shit in the woods, that's the last thing I'm going to do. No, like, I'm going the opposite. It's like a horror film. Right. You never go towards the fucking noise. Yeah. Oh, hey, we should go towards it. Right. Oh, like, that's a great idea. Yeah. Dude's rolling around with the, you know, a freaking three fifty seven revolver. Like, oh, yeah. Sasquatch. Like, that's not even, it's not even going to stop a bear. Like. Oh, that's the on. other thing. So, like, people have also brought up that they collected hair from Bigfoot. Mm. And so I did a little bit of digging on this. And I'll have to find it. But overall, like, there's, it was some kind of bear or normal creature, like, like normal they did animals. DNA tests yeah, they them. did DNA tests, and they couldn't find anything about it. Sucks when you're wrong, huh? It really does. No, hate being wrong. So, yeah, that's kind of the, the other thing is, like, people think they collected fur, but it was either cows or... Bears, cougars, horses, 
it could have been a list of different things and they thought it was, oh, this is Sasquatch hair. Right. Which, I mean, one of the biggest telltales that people say is, oh, it's this, you know, huge creature that was standing erect on two two feet, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the bears do. Bears it. do that. Like, there's a lot of animals that stand up and look big and, you know, that's kind of the 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 animal way, right? If if you're in the woods and you run into a cougar, right, you're supposed to get big, get loud. Okay, what do bears do? It's it's human nature, it's animal nature to get big, to to establish dominance, right? So people even talk about like seeing baby Bigfoots and stuff like, oh, you know, bear cubs. Like there's so many there's so many other explanations for for uh for their sightings or their thoughts and Yeah. So I know, and I bring up another point, and I'll touch back on the the research team. But the other point is, okay, so this creature has to evade people, but also maintain its population, much less a species. From going like, extinct. Yeah. Like, how the hell are you going to do that? Without years. being known or without being seen. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, how, how are you going to find that? How are you going to do it? So that brings up a lot. But, so what I was going to get at, I finally found the research. So in 2014, a team of researchers led by a uh, geneticist, Brian Skykes, from the University of Oxford in England, conducted genetic analysts on 36 hair samples claimed to belong to Bigfoot or the Yeti, similar like ape creature. Uh, to exist in the Himalayas. So we can also touch on that a little bit. Uh, but almost all hairs turn out to be no, uh, from a known animal, such as cows, raccoon, deer, human, bear. This kind of proves the point of, okay, you find something out, doesn't mean it's actually going to be. You said almost all. Why not all? Because it sounds like from this research, they also found matches that were from an extinct polar bear. That's legit. But, yeah, so... And that's in the Himalayas, you said, was where it was initially conducted? Uh, just all over, 36 hair samples. Oh, gotcha. Claimed gotcha, to yeah. be, belonged to Bigfoot or the Yeti. Gotcha. Because Himalayans, they believe that there's a Yeti. Right. Which we could, that's a whole other podcast that you can dip into with... Yeah. The Yeti. The, uh, and even uh, Russia has another. What does Russia have? Gosh, I'm going to look it up. does it drink vodka? And it. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you? If you're Russian, you have to drink vodka. Kill tigers. So you can't be on our podcast if you're, you're Russian. Russian. <laughs> drink us under the table. <laughs> that is a fact. They started drinking when they were three. Uh, and they never stopped. With the Russian vodka. Vodka. Hmm. I'm trying to remember what they call it. Um, but, no, and I think they maybe still call it Bigfoot, but it's actually, <clears throat> that's what it is. It's classified in Russia as an endangered species. So they recognize it as an animal other than what? human, but it's, like, you can look it up. Like, it's, in, it's categorized as an endangered species, like, through Russia. Kind of like, you know, the, the spotted brown owl or whatever, like... They so they class- probably have one that's in captivity? It's probably just 
my hairy uncle. Like, and, you know, I've never <laughs> met your uncle, so I have no idea. <laughs> but uncle, uncle's not hairy. However, it sounded funny, so I had to say yeah, it. I like it. It works. So, but I mean, throughout time, there's people have definitely kind of adopted the idea of it, which right, wrong, or indifferent. There's a lot of different brands. I mean. I remember back in the day when I was snowboarding, I was sponsored by a company called Outdoor Technology. You were sponsored? Yeah, it was a low sponsor. It was like 50% off. It really doesn't matter. But <laughs> that, was, that was their logo, right? Like, was Bigfoot? Was Bigfoot. Which everyone was, has Bigfoot logos. You go everybody. to Humboldt County, going through the Redwoods, there's Bigfoot souvenir shops. Kind of like Vegas Blizzard and Aliens, which is, I mean, could be a thing. I don't really... What? What's the, what? Like Vegas, outside of Vegas around like the area 51 area they have all the shops that are like aliens were sighted here same thing west virginia Dude, has we can the- definitely get into aliens i think we need to hit that on a different podcast too yeah i mean i'm definitely going to do aliens are definitely going to be on the podcast well, for sure well why would they not be we have to i mean it, there's i mean that is a deep there's so many documentaries a, about that is a deep dark hole Right it there. really is. We can you can spend <laughs> a couple hours and not even not even touch touch, touch no. the surface mm-hmm. of people's thoughts. But that's how Humble County. Anyways, Humble County is talking about the souvenir shops. That's how Vegas is with aliens. Like gotcha. Outside of uh, outside of Vegas, I stopped at the store and it was like just a really weird. Here's stuff. a probe. Yeah, alien. It's probes. rubber. Uh, alien alien probes. That go in your nose hole. I don't know. And you can go other places too. You know, that's what aliens did. They probed <laughs> you. Then I you just, came back feeling violated. <laughs> the only time I, I think about <laughs> aliens, all I think about is the Scooby-Doo episode where they're, Scooby and Shaggy are adopted by aliens. And uh, that's, yeah. They go into Area 51. And like the hot girl in the thing that Shaggy's obsessed with. Is an alien, yeah. Watch Dude, I'm gonna have to watch that uh, that episode. Have you seen it? I don't think I have. Dude, it's actually hilarious. That's like my childhood right there, Scooby Doo. All I remember, uh, so the episode that reminds me of Aliens is in South Park, where Cartman gets abducted and then he has a giant telescope come out of his ass to signal back to the aliens that it's okay to come down. Yeah, to like just signal things, but it ends up being this alien colony. Or all these all different universes and different species of aliens that watch this TV show called Planet Earth. <laughs> and so we're, they're just watching us fuck everything up. That's uh, That'd be a good drama. Because, I mean, that is what we do. Oh, we fuck everything up. <laughs> uh, but, um... <laughs> we do. <laughs> uh, but the uh, Air Force adopted uh, Bigfoot, right? Yeah, they the did. Bigfoot so, logo. I'll read a little, a couple sentences. Oh, here it is. So, Bigfoot, so they adopted the mascot Bigfoot, and it is from the Washington Air National Guard, which operates 24 hours a day, seven days a week, monitoring the skies of 73% of the United States and Canada. Just like the Bigfoot of the legend, the sector is rarely seen and rarely heard, but rest assured it continues to observe, if necessary, 
serve as a messenger of warning. There you go, uh, everyone. You're being watched. 24-7. <laughs> By Bigfoot. Himself. Himself, a.k.a. the United States Air Force. Yep. I love it. I love it. So, I mean, what's our what's our conclusion based on all this? Oh, Bigfoot's definitely not real. There's a lot of good folklore with it. Um, some things that why got construed as Bigfoot was really a different type of Indian tribe. And every country has a different sighting. It might not be Bigfoot. It's like the Him- uh, it's like the Yeti and the Himalayans. Abominable snowman. Um, but they all have, each culture has a different meaning, it seems like. And at least I really like the Native Americans meaning with Bigfoot or Sasquatch, which mm-hmm. they called it was that Bigfoot came around when humans needed a change in some way. So, if you see Bigfoot... Make a change. Yep. (laughs) Also, probably run the opposite direction because you don't know what can happen, and he has a giant schlong. Makes him ten times faster. That's probably what that ranger saw. Or that game warden that wanted to track the... Fucking Bigfoot. His long schlong? Yeah. He's like, like, why he was so fast? It's Well, it's, I mean, it's hard to run on two legs, so why not use three to be faster? That's why he's faster than all humans. Mm, this, this makes a lot of sense. Also, if you see Bigfoot, stop doing drugs. Drugs yep. are bad. And don't do drugs. Just don't do it. Well, thanks for joining us for our first podcast. We will do another one on JFK, probably aliens. Uh, Stay tuned for that. But otherwise, cheers. Cheers. And drink drink our whiskey. Yeah, drink Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. It's definitely a bottle that you should have on the shelf if you can find it. It's hard to find sometimes, but when a liquor store has it, grab it. Grab it. Keep it in the back door. Or the back cabinet. Bring it out on occasions. It's great for sipping and impressing your friends because mm-hmm. they think you're high class. For sure. So peace. Thank you.